Take Three Wrestling Podcast coming to you on March 3rd, 2022. I'm your host, Ernest Christian, alongside Mike Bernier, Joe Lopez, and again, our uh, guest. I, I, I suppose it's not even a guest anymore. It's fucking guys all over this fucking show. Well, I mean, Mike is basically like the de facto, <laughs> like, sixth member of Three Count Thursday. Now you're the fact of member of Take Three. What the fuck's going on here? I mean, why not at this point? <laughs> right? <laughs> we steal topics from each other. You steal my soundboard. It's We're practically one in the same. We're, so, we're basically... We're basically three counts after dark. You know, it, it, no, I actually it, like that. It kind of is, though. It kind of is. I'm just waiting for the day that we can get uh, not the tool man and Matt and Mark and get everybody on here. Um, because unbeknownst to Ernest, probably because, you know, he's a fucking toolbox. Um, I've put it out on the three count show that I want to create a bracket uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. of the worst designed titles of all time. And I want it to be a co-mingling between the two shows where we have a bracket that basically gets this. Yeah. I, I think that I'm all in on that idea. So maybe not, maybe not worst titles because we're all going to agree that the new intercontinental title is hot fucking dick. Um, but we might be able to come up with something like maybe we'll do a SummerSlam, like all Mr. SummerSlam. Like we'll, we'll split like, 64 men in a bracket, and we'll just do some fucking tournament. And... What if... Wait, wait. Wait, what, what? What if instead of doing a tournament about the guys, we do it about matches? I'm not, opposed to, I'm not opposed to that. In general, good, great... Like, like oh, why don't we determine the best SummerSlam match of all time among us, and we each get to nominate... Because there's 30 years worth of events at this point. And if we get... A lot of fucking matches. And if we can get most of those guys, and then the three of us, we could probably each nominate four. Right. Like, I'd have a hard time thinking... Like, I could think of, like... About five or six right now that I would want it, so I'd have to actually like eliminate a couple. That's what I'm saying. So if we each dump, so if there's if there's the five of them and the three of us, that's eight. We take thirty two. We each get four nominees. Ah, I like that. Well, that being said, Warrior Hong Kong is going to win anyway, so it doesn't matter. The best fucking match ever. Honey, shut the fuck up, Paul Redorf <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. Fucking feud of the year bullshit. <laughs> Fits right in, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not even fucking close. I you're still a toolbox. Who the power to pay meat in that fucking SummerSlam? I forgot who they beat in that fucking SummerSlam. Uh, this this episode of uh, Take Three Wrestling is sponsored by uh, Mountain Dew Hard Seltzer. Uh, currently, currently drinking the Black Cherry. I smashed a Baja Blast earlier on. Uh, you did three counts. So we're gonna I, go to the, we're going to the four of the hard soda. Do you mean what? Right. We're going to watermelon next. So. I'm going clean, fucking living, fucking water these days, man. Oh, Just, I mean, I'm down to I'm down to water. Yeah, gotta drink about Zephyr Hills. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of things tonight. Of course, AW Revolution, which you fucking two assholes gonna be attending this, this weekend um, on Sunday night in Orlando. Uh, we're, we're gonna re- that and predict wow. match up as first, well. First day with your new mouth. Yeah, fuck, I'm, I'm exhausted. It's <laughs> not a long day today, man, but it's all good. And then in my life. Hey, what's up? I need a website that's like, you know how they have the Santa tracker around Christmas? Buddy, they already have Grinder for you. Why are you complaining? No, 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 no. Follow uh, me here. Alantia.com. This is wrestling related. 
Okay. They have, you know how they have the Santa tracker around Christmas and you can see where Santa Claus is? I need that for Cody Rhodes. Like, I need to see how far he's gone from Florida to Connecticut. Well, no, he's going to Dallas. Well, I don't know if you heard of the latest, the latest rumors now is that things have fizzled out between him and WWE. I am yeah. yeah, he's going to be the new booker in Ring of Honor, which we'll get to in a little while. I mean, I just say it's smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I, oh, we're only smoking mirrors. Something, some shit. I, I don't know. Let this shit play out, man. Let it, let it, let it simmer. I mean, here's uh, the deal, dude. There, until he shows up somewhere, there's gonna be every damn website is gonna have a different rumor, a different day, a different week about where he's gonna be. Um, and and here's the, like, I I don't think it's a coincidence. Coincidence that that the day, um, after the Tony Khan announcement. Uh huh. And all of that, that there's, there's word that those WWE and Cody talks have fizzled or whatever. Oh, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I have breaking, like, news. breaking news. I'm getting a, I'm getting a thing in my ear that I'm somehow pressing even through my hoodie. CNN. It's NBC. Yeah, nightly news. Obviously, right. no news here for you. Um, Cody Rhodes is currently in negotiations to be in your mom. Ooh, so wow. just just keep, keep an eye on that. So not 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 to before we get in too deep to what's going to happen. If you have if you if you have not Cody Rhodes gets in too deep. If you have not watched or listened to this week's Three Count Thursday show. Uh, please do. Um, there's a there's a part where Ryan literally pulls his inner Brock Lesnar and almost breaks everything. <laughs> it's somewhere around like the 205 mark. Uh, yep. I, I, you yep. should watch the whole episode, but it's hilarious. It's, um, if you only want to find it, but I will I will say this, and, uh, and I'm going to make it a formal declare here on our show as well. Um, before we begin, I'd like everyone to listen to the brand new uh, national anthem of the podcasting world. Um, you, you guys just sit back and enjoy um, right after this Domino's app message. Um, now I want Domino's. You're welcome. Now it's Wawa. So we're going to get through. Wawa's coffee's the best. So here it is, boys and girls. Just everyone enjoy. I'm watching the music video for it. You ever meet a girl and think to yourself, she's the one. But as time goes on, you realize she ain't nothing but a host. Is that? I hate it. You 
Once, right, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll, we'll when, we'll when I'm when I'm laying awake <laughs> at four in the morning, still singing to myself, I still woo woo. Do you do you I'm, remember? Do you remember together on MTV? Yes. Yeah. That Look, is the vibe that that just gave me in the question. amazing way possible. Like, like he, this man knows his calculus. Well, I mean, let's let's be real here. The last couple of weeks, we've heard Stone Cold Steve Austin sing Mike and Maria Kanellis's, uh entrance song. That's correct. And now we've listened to Hosky, and it is now the national anthem of Three Count Thursday because Matt Cardona is the current wrestler of the year, according to these gentlemen, with like five weeks left in the year. Wait, he's passed Roman finally today. Wow. Yeah, he passed Roman this week. I declared, I declared that if he, if <laughs> I do declare that if Matt Cardona defeated Roman Reigns, I said, I said that they had to play the Hoski and it fucking happened. I can't goddamn believe it fucking happened. And then, um, and then I mean, he uh, did win every title you can win outside of WWE. So, uh, so Matt, so Matt called him Matty Six Belt. Matt six Belt. And I was like, oh my god, it sounds like Natty. <laughs> Everyone goes, yeah, no, this is bad. <laughs> Where is Kerry Cross this week, buddy? Did he fall more? Probably? Uh, uh, probably didn't fall more. He's just not in the top ten anymore. Yeah, he's, who's that? That's good. Killer. Killer Carrion. Oh, yeah. he's a, he's. I think he's probably 11th, I would imagine. Okay. That's good. Uh, so, basically, uh, me and Jim have to find a way to get Roman back to uh, the head of the table, I guess, before the end of the year. Let's be able to take care of that, I think. I think, I, say, I think as long as Cardona doesn't win any more fucking titles in the next few weeks. <laughs> but uh, all he has to do is re- retain the digital media trophy title like three more times. You know uh, Matt's going to put him in three. I know. Well, he's he, he can't he can't make mine anymore. No, but I, Roman, I mean, Roman should, when he should beat Lesnar at, at Mania, I think that'll, that'll uh, help everything. This should be a clean sweep. Oh, by the way, the watermelon can has a snake on it. Wait, is that, is How that, is the watermelon? Is it taking? I'm gonna try it right now. Jim, is that a prediction or a spoiler? There? Uh, both. Ah, all right. But all right. To, to, to that, my, my friends, is a shoot. The the, the rumors with, with like Cody and everybody else, um, until until he shows up somewhere, um, things on the table. It's it's a, everything's on the table because you know there's people in 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 the writing room of WWE that know the rumors that are out there. So they're going to send out smoke screens, Tony Khan and them, you know, they, they have the biggest journalists in, in their back pocket because they don't want, they don't want to piss Tony off and, and lose their credential there. So it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a game of play at this point. I, 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 I don't, I don't think, I don't think you, you have Cody leave. Or not come back to AEW, whatever that whole thing was, knowing that this Ring of Honor deal is coming, it, like I, I, I don't think it's one big work. I, I, I think, well, I think Cody is distanced from Tony Khan and company. That's, that's a nice tease because that's a, that's a lead off first topic of the night. So, so, you, so you don't think it would be a swerve? I do not swerve. But swerve is wrestling on their first show back, so that's why I was. 
Oh, um, is he? That's cool. uh, Alex Alex Zane versus Swerve the Realist at Supercard of Honor. Swerve. Sorry. But. I just hope he doesn't bring the rest of that fucking horrible ass fucking hit record with him. Well, the the dude, um, the dude, the the big dude. What the hell was it? Tom Dalla. Tom Dalla. Um, he's still doing the WWE on A and E stuff. That new deal they just announced. Like he's still doing the Hidden Treasure show. Oh, interesting. So yeah, no, he, no, he was released from his wrestling contract once yeah. they got rid of Swerve. He, yeah. They knew that there was no use for this guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily. Cause there wasn't anything special about him in the ring besides just being like a. He was like the the Jim Neidhart of it. He was the perfect. He was the perfect like hype man. It was like big a, man muscle. Sure, know, like they didn't yeah. really need him to do that because Swerve, like all he was was a hype man for Swerve. And once they got rid of Swerve, like the rest of them were pretty much Bye, bitch. Pull the great Dave Chappelle. Gotcha, bitch. Well, we just teased the first topic of the night because you know, Tony Khan did, in fact, announce last night that he did buy Ring of Honor. Mike, that is your topic of the week, so let's kick it off. Yeah. No, wait. Before we get there, just to add. Okay. It's like Watermelon Jolly Ranchers, by the way. It's like it's like if they got rid of Mabel, you didn't need Moe or Oscar. Right, exactly. All right. Did Moe ever have a single singles match in WWE? Yes. Not maybe. yes, really? Yeah, he probably had a couple of them whenever he was still with Men on a Mission. Whenever they had singles matches, I mean, it's not like they were they, only tagged. I feel like they didn't do that much back then. Mo, I can't imagine a singles match involving Mo. All right, I'll find one. Hold on, mommy, mom, Men on a Mission. That was fun times. Violets are blue, but I still woo woo woo. I'm actually kind of loving them as a kid. I'm not damn Kenji, that's the problem. It really is. That's the worst part. The worst. It's better than anything Men on a Mission ever released. So Men on a Mission, according to CageMatch.net, gets a ranking of 3.06. That is way too high. <laughs> out of what? Out of 10? Out of 10. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm on Moe's uh, page right now. This guy has a definitely the definition of this. He wrestled, he wrestled Diesel on an episode of... Raw in 1995, they went eight minutes and 48 seconds before Diesel defeated Mo in a singles match. Mo? Well, there's uh, the answer. There's the answer. Mo had, a, had at least one singles match in the WWE. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe one. Uh, 1995, he took on the Undertaker on an episode of Monday Night Raw where he was defeated. Well, the Mo thing. Wait, not only did he actually have singles matches, but he was fucking in there with Diesel and the Undertaker. As champion too, Diesel cha- the champion at the time. I'm just I'm I'm literally looking for just his singles matches because obviously they had tag team matches as men on a mission and all that fun stuff. Um, what was your favorite gimmick? Like Mabel or Big Daddy V or Viscera? King Mabel. King Mabel. King Mabel. So I go Big Daddy V. Oh my God! Rated. Hold on. What? Did you know that Men on a Mission won the tag titles? Yeah, I feel like I know that. I feel like I know that. It was a short run, but... but a short run? It was two goddamn days. Like I said, short run. They beat the Quebecers to win the titles, retain them the next night in Peterborough before losing them in Sheffield back to the Quebecers. Yeah. Do you know why they beat the... Why they, why they lost to the Quebecers? Why? Because the Mountie always gets his man. We're still doing that shit, aren't we? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you set it up, buddy. I'm swinging for the fences. Right? No, you're right. No, no. Um, 
That 94, right? Was that 94? What happened? Yes. Okay. Because Mabel got pushed 95. As you know, he headlined SummerSlam with Diesel. King. King Mabel. King Mabel. Get it right. Uh, top five King all time? No. Yes. Should we say so? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Was 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 an entertaining King. It was awesome to see a guy his size be the King, mm-hmm. but probably not top five Kings of all time. Okay. That's still Savage and Corbin and fucking Duggan and... The Constable, Baron Corbin. Yeah. Harley Race. Harley Race and Haku. What? I'm taking, I'm taking Mo over King Harley Race. What? No, 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 no. We're talking... Oh, wait, okay. Not, not that this is a whole separate topic in and of itself, but if you're talking... <laughs> are you talking... When you say Kings, are you talking WWF King of the Rings or just... All actual kings in wrestling. Actual kings, yeah. Crown on the head and the whole. Actual kings. King William the Seventh. Like kings in wrestling, not actual kings. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't put Mo above Harley Race. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, Mabel ahead of fucking King Harley Race. What? what, 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 what no, well, I'll give you Mabel ahead of Harley Race. Sure. Not Mo. Not Mo. Not it's Sir Mo. Sorry, the greatest king is the greatest kings are between Savage and Booker. In my opinion, that's it. No, the greatest kings are between like, Booker and Baron Corbin. Wait, you think about Savage? Yes. Bro, Ma- Macho Man fucking killed that. And I'm not even trying to sound biased here, but that motherfucker killed it for a year and a half as king. And- the, the only good thing he did as king was smash the scepter over fucking Warrior's head. All or- in, in my year. It made my year. Okay, but that's my point. He was king for a year and a half. Your 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 year was made from one spot in a match that he wasn't even fucking involved in. Well, wasn't he Macho King when he was champion, or was he still just Randy no, Savage? No, no, he was Savage. He was Macho Man. He was King from September '99, after he was entitled Hogan, months before that, and was King till he retired against the Warrior. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, good. That's a terrible King run. No, was terrible. <laughs> the game was over. Muck. Muck. The like, like a scepter to a head. I mean, that was a great spot. To set up a WrestleMania match does not make a great king. We're forgetting Owen Hart in here, the king of hearts. Come on, yes, guys. correct, 100. percent definitely up there as well. All right, this is our topic. Fuck it, Chris, Chris Bowflex. It's not my, it's not my fault. You guys are wrong. It's not my fault. Horrible human being. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I they they don't know this obviously, but uh, Jim uses Streamyard and. My name on this week's episode. I don't know if Jim can see it, but it definitely said Chris Bowflex. I saw. <laughs> well, I, we don't we don't put the names up because of our our um our overlays. Yeah, you can't see all the names, but I I saw it. Well, hello, hello. It says the tool. I'm under there. Well, it's because you're a fucking tool, and you deserve to be fucking called out for your toolism. But I'm, <laughs> you. Tool time. Anyway. Mike, it's a topic. Sorry, I just got a notification that it says that four owners reportedly voted against the MLB's most recent CBA offer. That's the MLB offer, not the Players Association. So there are four owners that can't even get on the same fucking page as the league, and we're supposed to be blaming the fucking players for this. Makes no fucking sense, you morons. All right, uh, my topic for this week's show, Tony Khan purchased uh, the Ring of Honor video library and all of its uh, assets Earlier this week, um, as discussed, uh, every every wrestler currently not under contract anymore. The contracts ended March 1st. 
Um, I know a couple people have announced that they're coming back, including uh, Max the Impaler, one of their women's division stars, has announced that she signed a new deal. Um, basically, first things first, what are your thoughts on Tony purchasing it? Second, it will be another question, and then I'll have a third one for you guys. So we'll start there. What do you think about the immediate uh, impact of Tony Khan purchasing ROH Wrestling? It does add the idea of like, okay, so AW has been around three years now, not much history. At least having the potential of having a library gives it something to work with. A lot of the guys who are on on the uh, the roster today are former AW stars, so you can just use that. I mean, I'm just really curious how how it's going to be under the AW umbrella. Is going to be used like I, I've I've heard many people on Twitter in the last 24 hours discuss how we utilize Ring of Honor. Could it be like another NXT type thing where they use it as a a buffer to bring guys up to AW? Could it be something that it's a separate ROH bioluminescent brand? Right, exactly. Or it could be something that it just you just merge that into one. It's a lot of options here. Uh, I'm just intrigued because uh, we, we we discussed it, I think last year when we were talking about when. Was was Vince by this library? Would he compete? And you know, maybe maybe yeah, you know, and maybe at one point we thought they they were going to, but obviously they didn't do that. Um, so I'm I'm really intrigued. I mean, one thing I will say about Tony Khan, like Tony Khan, we give him shit for a lot of things. <laughs> you know, he he said some dumb shit on Twitter. You know, Jim and I were on Twitter all the time, fucking lambast a motherfucker. But there's no doubt this guy is passionate about pro wrestling as a whole. But I mean, he's passionate about some other things too, including 17 million Adderall a day. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think he blinked in that whole segment. Oh, this thing for the Netflix series where they dramatize Tony Khan's life, where there's the scene where it's just him in a bathtub full of cocaine, where he just like reaches down and goes, "I'm gonna buy Ring of Honor." Okay. And fucking like like Bobby Cruz is in the corner in the bathroom, just like, yes. I'm like, dude, like. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so happy for you, but stop yelling. It's okay. Uh, it's I not saw yelling. this is how he talks. I saw I saw a tweet last night. I'm sure you've seen the the SNL skit on Weekend Update when Will Ferrell was the guy who couldn't like lower the volume of his voice. <laughs> I, I can't ever un, unhear that now. Um, no. Here's here's what I'll say. Um, I think it was a very smart business. Absolutely. Um, because now like you you have. One of the things that, that we have said on three count for years, the reason that AEW jam packs every show, never lets anything breathe. One of those reasons is they have no back catalog, back video, unless somebody is one of their wrestlers owns their video, their own video of their own career. You can't, you can't show how we got here. So now you can, now you can produce. You can produce a Brian Danielson, uh-huh. you know, the, the vast majority of the in, roster. Right. There, there's so many guys that came from there that you can you can show the, the, the history of their career. It, it, it's probably too late to actually do this by Sunday. But if it's not too late, if they had someone working on this, like even even just like doing it on the off chance that something like this would happen and now Tony Khan can be like, okay, it happened. Let's go live with this video. The piece you could put together on Adam Cole and, and Hangman Page alone, like right. you have the beginnings of both of their careers. Absolutely. The, the problem with Tony Khan is... Cocaine is so cheap? Well, cocaine is so cheap for him. Cocaine is hella drug. <laughs> the same. 
he, from the time he announced what a rampage last week, dynamite last week about he has this big announcement, but he can't talk about it yet. The number of times that he or AEW or AEW wrestlers tweeted about it. And I understand your, your job is to promote your show and to get people to watch your show. Um, and well, we haven't found out yet how many people watch the show. The numbers didn't come out yet, but when you say a hundred times a day for an entire week that it is an announcement that will change wrestling. And I get this does change wrestling in a way because ring of honor possibility was going away, whatever this to me, it was, I'll, I'll make a comparison. So back in the, the good old days of, of the early two thousands, um, it took a while for a movie. Once it left the theater, to come out on DVD or yes, I'm going to say it VHS. Um, for months I heard from friends of mine, Kill Bill is the best movie ever. Best movie ever. Best movie ever. I can't, how could you have not seen Kill Bill? It's the best movie ever. Kill Bill comes out on DVD. We watch it at college. Great movie. Was it the best movie I ever saw? No. Want to know why that one, a big reason why it was not the best movie I've ever seen? Because I was told for six months that it was the best movie ever made. So I've been told every day for a week that this this is going to change wrestling. He made the announcement. I went, that's cool. And what? It also so here's <laughs> interesting, too. And, and I'm going to give my own movie analogy for this, okay? And spoiler alert on this one. But Good Will like, Hunting? Huh? Good Will Hunting. No, no. This sounds uh, a lot like a plot for Goodwill Hunting. The, the Sixth Sense. So, I actually thought The Sixth Sense. Goodwill Hunting would have been better. The day it opened. Okay. Nobody was talking about it in any capacity. Like, literally, like, I, I remember this is pre internet, really, like, pre a lot of that kind of stuff. It's 1999. So, like, the internet's there, but not like Facebook the way it is today, not social media, like, there. And I went to see that, and the ending got me. You know, okay, I'm not going to say what the ending was, but, like, you know, spoiler in case it comes out of any of our mouths. It's been three, three fucking years, dude. It, Who cares? I'm just saying, the ending... Bruce Willis was dead, was the ghost. Right. Spoiler alert. Firstly. <laughs> right? I bet a lot of people have had the experience that, like you said, which was... Everyone telling them, oh, you got to see this movie. The ending's crazy. The ending's crazy. The ending's crazy. So now you're excited. It's basically what happened with M. Night Shyamalan's career as a whole, where every time you see one of his movies, you're expecting a shock ending. So you're just kind of sitting there the whole time waiting for it to happen. So I think what's interesting here is I don't know what Tony Khan or AEW gained out of hyping up this announcement. Like, I don't know what audience they thought they were bringing in extra, which is the only reason why you hype something, so that you're bringing in an extra audience. I don't know what audience they were trying to target that they thought was going to be super hyped. Because, yeah, I'm willing to bet maybe as high as, like, 80, 85% of the AEW audience 
knows what Ring of Honor is, is excited about what Ring of Honor is, is excited that the sale has happened, or at the very least interested that this has happened, definitely excited for what how might happen with the video library, all of that stuff. But I don't know that this is the, the announcement that moves the needle for AEW specifically. So it's kind of weird that they hyped it up so much for it to be an announcement about something that's not going to affect AEW really. No. How many people outside of the AEW bubble care that much about Tony Khan signing or uh, buying Ring of Honor? I think the hardcore fan does. I think any, like someone like Joe Mike, let's be good for these two, for example. Right, they right. they have investments into Ring of Honor for years. They right. shows. They've got, you know, they watch from, from, from the beginning. So guys like them, for example, are, I, I imagine you guys are excited about it, right, Mike? Joe? I mean, I imagine you guys are excited no, 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 but, but my point is, Guys like them are already watching AEW. Correct. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't think there's anybody this doesn't, that's not this watching doesn't AEW. If you're a WWE fan only, I don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. Anybody out like, and and maybe that's why it changes wrestling and not changes the industry, quote unquote, industry as a whole. Because yeah, to wrestling fans, this is a big deal. I was kind of like me, though, I will say, who didn't watch Ring of Honor at, at the time, that have, that has said since that I like to see their back catalog because of the guys they've had in the past that I, that I now enjoy now in present day in either WWE or AEW. I'm interested, interested in this thing. I'm, I'm, I'm only, I'm only intrigued because of, uh, one reason and one reason only, um, because me and Joe can potentially start our third podcast that we want to start, the, the, the rewatch of Honor. The one do once a year? No, no, see, here's the thing. When you have to find the entire video library and start with the first one, and then there are DVDs that are out of print that are going on eBay for like four hundred dollars, it makes it impossible to like want to start a podcast whenever like you know you're gonna go shows one, two, three, four. Then you have to miss five and six because four hundred dollars a piece. You have to go back at this time. (laughs) Buddy, even then, I don't think you can. Financially. <laughs> okay, wait. So here's my thing, and because right, I'll answer what Ernest was saying. Mm-hmm. As wow. a Box. of Honor fan, and I literally I've been watching it since 2002. I like the fourth show that ever came out was like the first DVD they put out, and I actually had it. That thing didn't even have fucking chapters. You had to watch it like a VHS, like you had to fast forward or <laughs> rewind if you wanted to get a specific match. So anytime the Christopher Street connection was on. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I've been watching Ring of Honor since basically the beginning. I started going to their shows in 2004. I've been to probably, like, a 100 of their shows, if not more, honestly. And I would say that from my point of view, Ring of Honor is in the best hands it could possibly be Great. with Tony Khan. Yeah. In terms of keeping it alive, but also even just keeping what has already come of its history intact. Because this is a company that we have to remember has been through about, what, four different ownerships over its 20 years? Really? The first ownership ended because Weinstein is a fucking creep. The second ownership, I think the guy died. 
Okay. Um, who owned, who like took over after Feinstein, and I think he passed away. The third owner basically wrote it until he had no money left to keep it alive, and the doors were almost closed. And then you had Sinclair Broadcasting step in and buy it, but they kind of honestly never really knew what they were doing with it. Like, I think we can all admit that. So I think there was a real chance that sooner or later, not only was the company going to eventually actually close, but who knows what would have happened with the video library. Like Mike said, half of it is impossible to find on DVD anymore because it's not like you can buy it through the company themselves. And it costs like sometimes $400 a show to get it off of eBay. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, look, I'm sure there's thousands of fans out there who have copies of these shows and everything but a lot of good that does you know the general audience uh, every you know people have them and aren't sharing them or anything and ring of honor tried to do its own little video library honor club or whatever and that never really got off the ground not in a substantial way mm-hmm. so at the end of the day i think there's a real chance that like we don't know what would have even happened with this video library like look Tony Khan may start running Ring of Honor shows. Maybe he'll use it like a pro wrestling gorilla and just do like super shows like once a month or something. Feature a bunch of his stars from AEW. You don't have to have your Brian Danielsons and your CM Punks there, but you can have guys that are now at most getting to be on Dark or Elevation. Like get them in front of some real crowds. Get them in front of a real audience, you know? Get them on the indie scene. Because here's the thing. I've seen a couple of people say in a negative way that, oh, Tony Khan's just going to make Ring of Honor the, like, right, like you said earlier, like the NXT for AEW, the developmental system. If you look at the roster in AEW right now, Ring of Honor already was the AEW developmental system. It just didn't know that that's what it was a decade ago because Tony Khan was. Ring of Honor is basically a a feeding system to both NXT. And AEW. Now AEW. Literally, like there are very few people, basically only people who have started wrestling in the last like two or three years when Ring of Honor wasn't as relevant, who are on that AEW roster, who didn't wrestle in Ring of Honor at some point in time for some amount of time, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm okay with the fact that that might be what Ring of Honor gets to be. I think it's the best version of. Ring of Honor getting to be anything at this point, honestly. And at the end of the day, too, if nothing else, if it means that we do get to have this video library. And, yeah, it's pretty obvious that sooner or later, AEW is going to have a WWE Network-style interface somewhere, probably on HBO Max because the guys, right, with TNT and all of that. But think about that. They just bought 20 years, quite literally, this month, well, last month now, since we're in March, in February of 2022 was the 20-year anniversary of Ring of Honor. We're talking about thousands upon thousands of hours of video footage that they now have access to, that they can put up there. Add that to their three years worth of footage. Maybe they somehow get some more. Maybe they get Pro Wrestling Gorilla. I mean... Three-fourths of the owners of that company work for AEW. So even if they don't buy the company, but maybe they can at least get the video library or something. Because once again, half the roster had their starts in, like, WG. Nobody there, – there's not anybody who will would buy Ring of Honor who loves Ring of Honor more than Tony Khan. Exactly. To the right hand. 
He's in the right hand. Um, obviously, obviously, the reason why he bought this was for the all-in video. Yes, their, their their real first show. The only reason I wish WWE, I like, I don't, I don't give a shit about. I mean, don't get me wrong. Having a uh, AJ Styles documentary or having, you know, guys that Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn, having the ability to have those guys matches on a on a Seth Rollins DVD would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted WWE to own All In just for how fucking great that would have been. <laughs> let's uh, just let's be honest. The thing that started AEW and like would would be under ownership of WWE. I'd fucking love that. But when Vince in your in your opinion would utilize that thing? I mean, what, would you utilize it network. I mean, yeah. 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 Sure. You know people want to still see that show. Put it on fucking Peacock. Make people pay 5 bucks a month for it. They will be sitting there sniffing his money all the way to all the way to the bank. Yeah, no. Um, when it comes to Tony buying it, obviously all in is a major get for him. Um, I think the other thing here, um, I don't necessarily. And, and we talked about it on three count. Um, I started thinking that this was going to be a. Swap for dark and elevation. I don't necessarily know that that's the route we're going anymore um, after the conversation we had. Um, I, I think this is more Ring of Honor is going to be its own thing. Um, AEW is going to be its own thing. There, there may be some intermingling. You know, FTR, right. if FTR fight in the Briscoes, um, you may see a Brian. That at the start to get people to get people to, to bite on the new Ring of Honor. Um, It'll yeah. be its own thing. Well, be a good place for like, look, they literally have like 150 guys signed to their roster. There's at least 25 guys that you can be like, yeah, put them in Ring of Honor. They can be the top guys in Ring of Honor. They can build up their careers so that when they actually show up on Dark one day, like it actually matters. Well, I I said I said that I would start with three three names that I would move, not move. One of them I would permanently move to the Ring of Honor roster for the time being, and the other ones I would use on the first show. The first names on the first show would be FTR. I would have FTR take on the Briscoes mm-hmm. for the tag titles. The name I'd move over permanently is is a Ring of Honor guy, and that's Jay Lethal. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm pretty. I'm gonna be honest. I thought about this today. Part of me wonders if they didn't sign Jay Lethal to an AEW contract, knowing that like the negotiations were in play about this and buying Ring of Honor and stuff. And if this wasn't essentially Tony Khan's, let me make sure I have Jay Lethal for Ring of Honor. Like, what better way to keep him from being able to sign with a with a WWE or anything else, or go to Japan, whatever, than signing him under contract someplace here in America that now. It, Obviously, you own both companies, so it doesn't matter that he signed there. You can be like, "Yep, you're back in Ring of Honor. You're the top guy." This this deal this deal really started in in the works the minute that Ring of Honor like shut down in December. Uh Yeah, said that they were you know taking Taking the year off or whatever. That's when this deal started. Oh yeah, discussion. Yeah, like a hundred percent. And that's fine. That's how business works. If you don't think, if you don't think in every corner of every fucking billion dollar, million dollar company, there aren't deals being talked about that are technically illegal. 
um, due to due to contracts and rights and blah blah blah. You're out of your fucking mind. There's there's tampering and shit that happens every day. Um, not saying that this was anything illegal, but it, but they, they they couldn't say anything until uh, March first. So. so- so the second part of my question here, and this is something we did not discuss on the show earlier, but I, I think it brings to a point here. Currently, there is a group of individuals in the Impact Wrestling roster that are using a tagline called Honor No More. Um, obviously, the Canellises, Matt Taven, PCO, Vincent. Um, any of those guys coming back to Ring of Honor or any any – any of the eight, I mean, Ernest obviously doesn't know much of the ROH roster at the end there. Um, do we see any of those guys becoming integral parts of Ring of Honor with the exception of maybe a Jonathan Gresham and a Rhett Titus? Here's my thing. Part of me feels like this is a good time for a really decent reboot to the Ring of Honor roster. What you talking about? Like... Like, I don't know that I need Matt Taven and Mike Bennett back in Ring of Honor. I think maybe them, and, and I think they're great, mind you. I think, like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, I wish they would just disappear from TV. But I think them being an impact for a while and getting a run there means a lot more right now than them just having another run in Ring of Honor. They've kind of worn out the territory for me. If... But if if Tony is giving up members of the AEW roster to go to Ring of Honor and he's and they're not fighting the same six teams there, have they really worn out the the carpet there? If there's going to be new carpet installed, I even just feel like like under being under the banner. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean Jay Lethal probably doesn't need to go back to Ring of Honor either because I mean, yeah, right. a hole the size of Texas in it. Valid, valid, one hundred percent valid, and maybe Jay Lethal isn't one of the right people. Maybe he's someone you use at the beginning, like, in the transitional period. You know what I mean? But I would like to see personally, I think that there'd be more value in building, and even if it is out of AEW guys that you already have, building a roster for Ring of Honor that is kind of unique to this new Ring of Honor. I think that would be interesting. So, so we're gonna send uh, the Nightmare Factory, QT Marshall, Hook, um, that Hook, send Mark, send Hook, send Mark. 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 This is this is where you have to put the picture up now. Let me, uh, yeah, let me, let me. I should have, I should have shown Joe as well. Like, like, put the Varsity Blondes in Ring of Honor. Yes. Like this really should be for those guys to go get work. Yes, that's not, what a I'm develop- yes. not a developmental territory. Let them be their own show. Like let right. Christopher Daniels or let Cody be the the booker if you re-sign Cody. And you know we talked about Cody wanting to book. I think like this is where you go do it. Um, but yeah, I would literally be like, uh, I would bring Isaiah Cass Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Queen. Um, I-, I would put them on the Ring of Honor show. I think you got to get these guys more TV time. Put put a three Hold on, he walked away. Oh god damn. I'm here. I'm back. Send Mark. That's funny. That's funny. Paying homage to send send hook. Send hook. <laughs> um No, like yeah, but that's, I agree with you. Like honestly, there's so many people on the AW roster that I thought were really good signings, but 
have been around now for a hot minute and just aren't developing because they're not getting enough time to work and not having enough chances to wrestle and hone their skills, you're like a uh, private party or yes. top flight, like teams yes. like that, who really could be A-level top teams. All right, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go this far. Uh, I'm going to make my topic next week. And, Jim, you're, you're more than welcome. Are, are you with us next week for Ernest? I'm I'm here next week, yeah. You're here next week. So what week are you out? The the, that. the 17th. Right. I can I can join the next two weeks as well. Okay. All right. So I'm joining in two weeks though. So. Let's do this. Ernest, do some research. Okay. Look over the AEW roster. Build your Ring of Honor roster ah. off of people that are on the AEW roster. And then if you can find a couple of independent guys that you want to throw on there, a.k.a. Swerve, Alex Zane, you know, a couple extras, feel free. But use the base of it as the AEW roster. Okay. If you want to add some guys that are in MLW or Game Changer or on the independent scene, you can do that as well. But use the AEW roster as your foundation and build – take – I mean, tag teams will count as one. So so build 10 to 12. Bring him fucking along for the ride. So to, here's to your to your question, Mike. Uh, regarding um, Honor No More mm-hmm. and the new Ring of Honor, I'm gonna give you the ages of Honor No More, and I'm gonna play the game that everybody played when Black and Gold was becoming NXT Glow in the Dark. Yep. Eddie Edwards, 38. PCO, 54. Maria Canellas just turned 40. Uh, Mike Bennett, uh, 36. Kenny King, 40. Matt Taven, 36. 40? Yeah, it doesn't look a day over fucking 22. Yo, for real! (laughs) He was on, like, what, season two of Tough Enough or something? Like, yeah, something like that. Around. The only, the only one that I'm, like, all in on wanting to go back to Ring of Honor would be Taven, but I'd want Taven to do it alone. Yeah. Because I actually liked what Taven was doing when he was the world champion. But, like, short and sweet, like, if, and I kind of believe this is the direction they're going to go, if they're going to use Ring of Honor as developmental for AEW. Or getting their guys more in-ring time. There's no reason to bring any of those people in. None. I said last night, the tweet, because there, there was a report came out late last night that, that, that it's going to be their, their developmental. And I said... So ROH is AEW's NXT. And there's to me, that's one of the smartest ways to do it. If that's what you're going to do. There's one of them that I would wholeheartedly bring in, but the situation has to be right. And I, and I think that the right call would be is if you do not do Briscoe's FTR here, if you want to build to that match by not giving it away as a mystery opponent, the perfect mystery opponent for the Briscoe's at the first show back is Davey and Eddie. Fuck. Yeah. Give me the Briscoes versus the American Wolves. I mean, if we're gonna do it, I mean, let's fucking do it. I, I, think, I think I think your first couple of shows because I, I'm gonna be curious to see some of the details as it begins to come out. But I think especially especially Supercard of Honor, that that's your that's your opportunity to um, really kind of grab the classic Ring of Honor fan and like the AEW fan. And throw them in one big pool together and, and tell everybody, yeah, this is going to be fun. 
and then from there on you can you can build your own thing and do your own thing and have fun with your own thing but like i think you're going to see some one-offs with that first show um, so and then the announced card i think it's hard so that i think there's a real chance that on that first show that weekend because of the fact that they announced that like the hall of fame you have cm punk brian danielson samoa joe I think there's a chance that you get those guys showing up on that show. Honestly, maybe not to wrestle, but I think they show up at the show. So announced for Supercard of Honor so far, you have Ninja Mac versus to be announced. Joe Henry is in a match versus to be announced. You have Swerve the Realist versus Alex. What? They're double booking to be announced. I know. Weird, right? Double duty. Uh, Swerve the Realist versus Alex Zane. Gianna Peraza will defend the Ring of Honor World Women's title in a match against an opponent to be announced. The Briscoes versus a team to be announced. And then the world title match winner take all the lineal champion Bandito versus the original champion Jonathan Gresham. If, if, and maybe this is because they had to wait till March 1st, I would wait on FTR versus the Briscoes because it is the most obvious match that everybody wants to see. Yeah, I would save that for the second or third show. I would have FTR come out after their after the Briscoes retain against whoever they face, hit one of them with Shatter Machine. Yeah, and, and and slink out and be like, you know what? We'll see you down the road. Tony can 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 then make that match on an episode of Dynamite. You can plug it on Dynamite so that fans go out and watch that Ring of Honor show. Right. Um, you know, you can use your multi million dollar media platform to to push your your secondary brand but i i think i would go all in i would go briscoes versus the american wolves because that brings you back all of the old school ring of honor fans you know there are plenty of us that have watched davy and eddie kick people's heads off hell uh i got davy richards to tebow with me after retaining the world title on the second night of a of a show wrestlemania weekend um no idea what that was he was like what is that i'm like dude you live under a fucking rock so, uh, but I think this is like Jim said, this is an opportunity to really take it by the horns and get all the old school fans back and get some of the people that, you know, kind of soured on the end of ring of honor because it wasn't the greatest at I, the end. I soured on it back in like 2013. Yes. But here's the thing. Take the book away from delirious and don't let him book. Yes. Agreed. We got sick and tired of seeing the same guy book this bitch for fucking however long. The same thing happened with Gabe Sapolsky. Someone just finally pulled the trigger and told Gabe, hey, buddy, we, we, we've ran the course. You can only do however many of the same storylines a hundred fucking times before it becomes too much. Um, nobody said that with Delirious. Sinclair just kind of let him keep doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Um, obviously, Cody Rhodes is a name that's been floated around because, you know, of his free agency and stuff like that. And him wanting to do more booking. If Cody's the guy that takes the book of Ring of Honor, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, another name that floated around that, that was mentioned on the show earlier was Christopher Daniels. William Regal as well. Mm-hmm. You know, both of those names. I think if you, if you bring on a three headed monster of William Regal, Cody Rhodes and Christopher Daniels, I think that company's in the right hands moving forward. Yeah. Anything else to add on Ring of Honor before we move on? Just this. Sorry, I, do. I need more cocaine and Adderall. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. Do that one more time. 
Sorry, one second. Hold on. Uh, Holy hell. So be rampage, ladies and gentlemen, the Greek freak! I mean, I can't say the dude's last name either. Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Thank you. That that the first ROH show back, Hook should just beat everybody and then win the world title. Send Hook. Like, like literally, he like interrupts every single match on the card. Send Mark. Send Mark. I know I don't know how to say the name, but I also know it's not. Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That wasn't in times, though. Whatever. Antetokounmpo. Anyway, we do got a pay-per-view coming up tonight. Oh, not tonight. Um, This weekend oh. on Sunday. Sorry. If this show any longer, it will be tonight. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, it, that, again, these two jabronis are going to be attending this weekend. Uh, AW Revolution. The revolution um, will be televised. It's funny. I'm, I'm thinking about it, too. Like, last year we did this show, right? And... When we came out of Revolution last year, you two especially were at a crossroads with AEW. And this is when things change for the good for this company right after the show. Before, before we move on, just real quick. Um, yeah. Could they pick in any worse place to have this fucking Ring of Honor show? Where's it at? It's at the Curtis Colwell Center, which is approximately... 32 miles away from Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Jesus Christ. It is a 31-minute drive right now in in the middle of Dallas at 11, uh, 10.45 at night. And is this like, for even prior to Tony Khan actually buying? This was announced before Tony bought it. Okay. Okay. But God damn. Hmm. Like, if, if, if I legitimately put in... From AT&T Stadium to this place, it is 41 minutes right now. From, in, yes. From the house that Eli built. Yeah. Yeah, Jim, I said that. Fuck you. The first the first game there, who won the first game there? The New York football Giants. Eli Manning's right. <laughs> 2009, baby. <laughs> For the record, it is two hours. Nine minutes and 40 seconds is when Ryan went full Brock Lesnar on three count Thursday. Thank you. I will be checking that out today, tonight, whatever, tomorrow, when you get this fucking show up. No, you, no, you have to watch that. Just watch that part tonight. I'm going to. So that you can cry with us. What's up now on YouTube now? It's still, it's still, it's still, uh. No, it's, uh, it's on YouTube immediately, like right after. It's not Jimmy Boofering. Yeah, it's not, it's not Boofering. Okay. All right. I, I guess I was, gonna, I was saying about Revolution. How like last year we we came out of Revolution last last year, and you got especially you you and Joe, Mike and Joe were at a crossroads with the company, you know, and then things turned around since then. So what what does the year makes? Anyway, we have two pre-show matches here. Uh, right. we'll, we'll go real quick. Uh, they they did send Hook to pre-show. Hook against send Hook. Send Mark. QT Marshall. Quickly. I want Hook. Like this is a real question. Send Hook. Seth Hook. Bro, Seth? I mean, 
the real. Oh, so this, this I forgot this was exploding barbed wire deathmatch yeah, from. Yeah, it was last year. <laughs> yes. Wow. This was right. Goldberg Sparklers. The very next show we did on the, the next Thursday, fucking Mike lost his shit. And uh, when Matt Hardy almost lost his brain on the floor of the yes, correct. I mean, I mean, and, and this is the point where on the show we said, okay, well, I was kind of still in, but these two are like, you know, if you don't get it right by next review, then well, nothing. We we might take a hiatus here. What a shit show! This it was awful. I'm gonna say Hook wins, and then I'm gonna need five minutes alone in the bathroom at the stadium. Just take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> next match, the second pre-show match, we have Chris Statlander against Layla, Layla Hirsch. This, I'm looking forward to this match. Okay. I'm mad that they dropped the alien gimmick. Fuck them. I miss it. She's so adorable. I can't believe that these are... Uh, do they, like... Do they, do they understand the concept of a pre-show? I don't think they do. No, I, no, they're using the old free-for-all fucking mentality. Yeah, fuck. Like, Duke the dumpster drosse on Awful the fucking matches to, to sell your pay-per-view. Statlander. I, I'm just happy to see Hook. I know you are. You Let's and every, go, Statlander. Every woman from 19 to 56. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the main card here. First match for the AEW TBS Championship. Uh, Women's Championship, rather, we have Jay Cargill, the champion, versus Tay Conti. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Sammy Guevara. I factually have named all of Hook's abs after the members of BTS. Jesus Christ. For the rest. Um, yeah, right, I'm done with this. Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me that bitch strong. Bitch is strong. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I somehow find Tate Conti far less attractive now that she's with Sammy Guevara. Uh, so give me Jade Cargrill. Because <laughs> you're jealous. Cargrill. Jade Cargrill. Cargrill. It does not work the other way around. I do not find him less attractive now that he's with Tate Conti, for the record. <laughs> that that surprised me. We know. We get that. <laughs> I'm like, so you're saying there's a chance since she looks like a man? Dude, really? Wow. She does not look like a man. Oh, Jesus. Not even close to a little, Joe. Be no. realistic. Stop. So, okay. Now, Joe, you can, you can join this, answer this question or not, but like, I, I almost, I almost, like, when I, I for, when I've seen Tay Conti, like, since the beginning, even when she's in WWE, like you put you color her hair black, I uh-huh. I feel like she has like a Winnie Cooper vibe to her. Really? I get more Kira from her. Are you serious? That's I've always not a lot. It's not like oh she, they could be twins, but they could be like just make her Laura Croft Tomb Raider. All right, I'm back. No, they need to make her wrestling Shakira. Like one of her moves needs to be just like hitting people with her hips. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> next match we got a six-man tornado tag team match between Price, Andrade El Idolo, Isaiah Cassie, and Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, of course, just mentioned him, and Sting. I'm just excited to get to see Sting wrestle. Me too. It's it's either the second or third time I've ever seen him wrestle because I saw him wrestle at that one WrestleMania mm-hmm. in San Francisco. And oh, he- WrestleMania. Huh? WrestleMania play button. Yes. And he might have been on a TNA house show that I went to once in Brooklyn, but I honestly don't remember whether or not he was. 
I literally don't remember. Um, so <laughs> time that I've seen him live, and I'm excited for that. Um, I, I don't know that this could be any more of a random fucking trio in my fucking, like, wildest fucking imagination. Let's put the guy who just broke up with the Inner Circle, who's the TNT champion, with, uh, some, like, fucking dad and his illegitimate stepchild that he, like, doesn't <laughs> love, um, taking on, uh, Charlotte Flair's fiance, Matt Hardy, and half of fucking Private Party. Like, what the fuck is going on? I can't kill me for saying this. Sammy's out of the inner circle? But I don't think the inner circle's a thing anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's... It, it, it wasn't a thing anymore. I was like, hmm, okay. But he, like, basically walked out. Okay. I mean, at this point, I would have rather Sting and Darby Allen teamed up with almost anybody else except for fucking Sammy Guevara. Um, I'm going to attach this match to a tweet I sent last night towards the uh, basically the end of Dynamite. Uh, and I said, WWE gets ripped by fans. Uh, on Twitter for um, doing too many shots to the dick, uh, having champions get pinned, uh, and have people in feuds face off on TV the last show before a pay-per-view. Uh, and I'm also going to add um, championships not being defended on pay-per-views and just random fucking multi-man matches. Multi-man tag team matches for no fucking goddamn reason. I hate it. It's enough. And Sammy Guevara... Has two of those things attached to him. The only one a show. You see one a show. That's it. Like why? Why is TNT title not being defended? Why is Sammy Guevara teaming with these two guys? Why are they facing Afo? <laughs> why is Matt Hardy still wrestling in 2022 without Jeff Harvey? Jeff Harvey. Why? That said, Darby Allen Sting and Sammy Guevara are going to win. Give me but- a. Give me, Sa- give me Sammy Marinara, uh, <coughs> the fucking the, the kid who's, who's going to eventually throw himself off of like a 90-foot ladder through some kind of scaffold, a la Shane McMahon, and Sting! Yeah, I, first of all, I just want to say <laughs> I love Darby Allen, but the fact that he gets to wrestle with Sting all the time, his career is starting to feel like he's just a make-a-wish kid and it's like gone too far. But I really do want to see them win because I like all three of them. So let's go team Darby Sting. Let's go Sammy Marineris. Is the other dude in private party hurt? I don't think so. That's a good question. He's a little insulted about being left out of the match, but I don't know if he's hurt about I just, it. I, I, don't, I, I just don't think Matt Hardy loves him anymore. He's going to put him up for adoption. Okay. Where's Sarah McLaughlin? Matt Hardy be fuck. I hate Matt Hardy. Do you think there's a chance Jeff Hardy shows up? God, I hope so. So this stupid Hardy fucking organization is done. If you're ending, no, no, I want him to show up because then I want there to be another tag team in the Hardy family offering, so that that. Now all of them have to go through the Hardy Boys to become number one contenders. Like, Jeff Harvey and AEW, so when those guys don't get utilized properly, I want to be able to say, see, it's not just Vince McMahon that doesn't think Jeff Harvey and Matt Harvey should be a thing in 2020. Jeff Harvey. <laughs> That's great. All right, next match here, we have a three-way tag team match for the AEW Tag Team Championship between Jurassic Express Versus Red Dragon of Bobby Fish of Colorado versus the Young Bucks 
of Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. This should be pretty. I thought it's gonna be a fun match. I think. Oh, this. I mean, it's gonna be a fucking. Twenty-six minutes. You got a vibe. Five. Uh, dancing side, uh, Red Dragon's winning. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a tone set for the rest of the night. Um, little spoiler there, of course. Red, oh, wow. Red Dragon wins the titles here. I just love how stuff like Jungle Boy's theme song really is now part of going to an AEW show. That is so just inventing an entire experience, which is, again, one of those things that, like, Heyman was really good at with ECW and stuff, so. Again, bravo to Tony Khan for just fantasy booking ECW, but with a really large budget. Like, go you, bro. Um, yeah, the, this is definitely Red Dragons. Yeah. I zero chance they're not winning, as far as I'm concerned. Michael? Uh, unleash the dragon. Give me... Give me how much fish could Bobby fry fish if Bobby fish could fry fish, and... Kuka! I agree. It's a clean sweep. All right, next match we have John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. I'm really glad you didn't use the fucking retarded ass Justin Roberts fucking. I hate. <laughs> okay, here, here. Can we make a deal? Uh-huh. Now that he owns Ring of Honor, can we just get Bobby Cruz to be their fucking ring announcer? Because I'd much rather listen to Bobby. I'm okay with them hiring Rick Hamilton. Fine, Greg Hamilton for AEW. Leave fucking Bobby Cruz on Ring of Honor. Right, use Dasha Roberts. Why can't they use fucking Dasha to ring announce? I'm not opposed to her either. Be better than Justin Roberts. Eon. God, like I Justin Justin Roberts ring announce in WWE. Yeah, can we bring back Eden Styles? (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. (laughs) Well played. I see what you did there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go draw here. Oh, double DQ, whatever. For fuck's sake, if they do that, I will boo the ever-loving fuck out of that finish. If that's the well, finish. I fucking hope zero chance they do that. This pay-per-view will have a finish to every match that actually fucking makes sense. God, I hope they do it. Uh, some sort of no finish on this, but no. Brian, Daniel Bryan Danielson is going to win. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Yeah, there's no way I'm not picking him, so... Daniel Bryanson. ...plates from Michael Nakazawa. He once performed in North Carolina. He stands six feet tall and weighs 224 pounds. He is Kenny Omega! Really, like, it, like, pierces my fucking spot. His Kenny Omega one is pretty good, though. You know what? You know what? Jim, we need to we need to clean the, cleanse the palate. I need I need I need a Shane McMahon. I need a Greg Hamilton Shane McMahon. I can do that for you. Let me. Uh, Please, I I can't do this. Justin Roberts shit. Find the right one. The best in the world. 
Hulk and the AP fucking intern Mark. Shane McMahon! I went, a little, I went with the short one, but... Shane McMahon! <laughs> That's Mark imitating his neighbor. Ever gets fucking old, dude. So I, I, I still think the Viking, the Viking intern Mark is my favorite. <laughs> 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 Dude, is Intermark worth a podcast like a uh, guest, like one on one, Jim? Um, I mean, internet issues aside, of course. I mean, he'll make it entertaining. Like, I, was, I was thinking about that. Can I interview this guy for a podcast? Like, here's the deal, man. Like, I'm not kidding. If you ha- if you just hang out with Mark, that's what you get. Like, it's not a gimmick. <laughs> Mark, dude. Like it is, it's fucking like the stupid puns. The like when if, and if he if he finds something that like hooks you and makes you laugh, he will just he'll keep <laughs> at it. And like yeah. that's Mark. I fucking love the guy. He's he's it's just so random. It's it's fucking it's so wild, dude. That, um, that being said, y'all need to stop picking on Ryan. Seriously, man. Who? I mean, I mean, no, after- Ryan. After today, I mean, he did his best qualifying impersonation. I mean, who picks on Ryan? You do all the time. Corvette, Corvette. I mean, Ryan, yeah, we've done that to each other for 25 years. I know. <laughs> I just enjoy the fact that Devin gets trolled harder than anybody else. Man, that's it. Did you get the uh, results all for the, for the Moxley? Mac-gian, Moxley? Man? I think we all took Brian, Daniel, Daniel, Bryanson. I mean, I had a draw. Oh, you're an idiot. And I really that. I took a draw. All right, draw. toolbox, let's go. Next one. Uh, Chris Jericho. Who is now thirty pounds lighter and has abs versus Eddie Kingston? Dude, okay, I, I've I've spent the greater part of AEW's existence making fun of the blo- the bloated corpse of Chris Jericho. Jericho. I will give that motherfucker some some goddamn credit for whatever he's doing, whether he's on the coke, off the coke, whatever it is. Um, kudos to him for looking that great at sixty three. Oh. Like whatever whatever he's doing. <laughs> 63? What the fuck are you doing? No, he's, what, he's, what, 52, I think? 51. 51. 51. Uh, but no, kudos to him. Uh, that said, it should absolutely be Eddie Kingston. 63? Is that any age? Fucking 10 years is fucking life, bro. <laughs> uh, give me, give me Eddie, actually, in this one. Give me Eddie in this one. He needs a win. He so first of all, Jericho actually went to drfatloss.com. Use promo code Jericho right now to save 25% off your first order. DrFatLoss.com. Um, I believe secondly, it. Secondly, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a pattern here. Kingston fights basically legends every pay-per-view and doesn't win, but gets the rub off of being in the ring with said legend. So rinse, repeat. He's not going to win here. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that Joe's gonna be wrong here, and they're probably gonna pull the trigger. Give me the, uh, give me the War King, the Last of a Dying Breed. Uh, give me Eddie Kingston, holla at him. What do you got, um, Jim? Oh, Kingston. Okay. Next one. Uh, face the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship match. It is. Keith Lee, it is the winner. The winner gets the oversized uh, fucking sphincter fucking donut to sit on. <laughs> it is Keith Lee. It is Orange Cassidy. It is Powerhouse Hobbs. It is Ricky Starks. It is Wardlow. It is Christian Cage or Ethan P. 
page. I, I love that Jim couldn't figure this out on the show earlier. Okay. That was one or the other. <laughs> so, no, okay. On the wiki. So I pulled, I pulled the, the, the match card last night after Dynamite. Um, because I get done work at six o'clock, three count goes live at eight, but like we're down here, we do the pre-show stuff like seven fifteen. So I have a very short window of time to like, Eat dinner and you like get ready to start the show. So I, I I try and get all my notes together the night before. So after Dynamite goes off the air, I pull the card and it lists Keith Lee, Wardlow, Hobbs, Starks, Cassidy, Page or Christian Cage, and to be determined. It says Christian Cage or Ethan Page here too on the Wikipedia. Right, because they were yesterday. Up. Yesterday, it said the two of one of the two of those two, and two Page or Kristen Cage, and a to be determined. Yeah, that that'll sit there. So when then when these fucks are like, no, it's just one of those two, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So I had bad intel. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ricky Starks. Uh, I said I said on the show that I hope that Ricky Starks wins solely from the purpose that the beginning of his song says the revolution will be televised and they're at a show called revolution um but i do think that we're all just gonna have to bask in bask in robinson is glory um keith lee i like keith like, that's my second choice actually is keith lee yeah i'm gonna take keith lee and then, and, then, and then he's the one that beats sammy for the tnt title so that he can have a long title run like he should have with the north american title before he won the nxt world title but whatever yeah, but we're, but we're here. Right? Oh. I hope, I hope, lo, I hope, lo and behold, like, this is, like, the final straw that breaks the back of Wardlow. Like, this match happens before the dog collar match, and, like, MJF comes out, like, when he's about to win and be like, what the fuck are you doing? I need you for my match. And Wardlow gets, like, pissed and, like, gets taken out, and then it leads to the finish. Right. Well, I'm glad you said that. That's coming next. After this. But can we, at some point, I need to have... Fuck, it was a Seinfeld reference. I've lost it. Who are we talking about just now? Ricky Starks. Starks, Keith Lee. Oh, Rob. Yes, at some point, I need to have a moment where Keith Lee, like, finds Adam Cole down on the floor with, like, his pants around his ankles, and Keith Lee just looks at him and goes, and you want to be my manager. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> All right, next match here for the AEW Women's Championship. We got the Dr. Rick Picker, DMD, versus Thunder Rosa. I think it ends here, guys. I think Rosa wins the title. D. M. Oh, okay. Michael. Do I think it should be Thunder Rosa? Yeah. I think it would be Thunder Rosa. Michael. D. M. D, because I think the person that should beat Britt Baker and help set up that women's division it? is Anna J. Oh, okay. Hottie. That's a that's a face making moment for her if she wins the AEW women's title. See, I can see. I don't think this is going to be the end of Britt and Thunder. So, is it Thunder? Is it is it M A? Uh, uh, the thunder. <laughs> uh, in paradise, sorry. 
You so no, but it's thunder, right? If you, if you, if thunder. If it's thunder. If you want to go ahead and say thunder, I'm not gonna. Like 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 the show on Thursdays that WCW used to put on thunder. Oh okay. Uh, so thunder, I think, I think it's a really natural time for her to win the title. Mm-hmm. Where it continues the feud, like maybe she doesn't hold it for more than a month, and she loses it back to Britt. But I think it's a really natural time for her to kind of get a victory here. So I'm gonna go with her. If there's any match that ends in a disqualification, it's this match. I can see that too. Also, that. the real this one. All right, dog call match between CM Punk and MJF. Um, I think. I think Punk wins this match. I do think MGF won a low breakup tonight um, on Sunday. So. Um, I don't know that they break up in this match, but I do think something's going to happen. Um, I'm going to actually say that this is the match that vaults the winner into world title contention, and that winner is going to be none other than Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. Um. I think it should be NJF, but I think this is where we get the Wardlow, mm-hmm. uh, the yep. Wardlow turn. Um, I think he helped CM Punk win. And I also say that because how many more times can you make Wardlow look like a bitch before he snaps or it doesn't fucking matter anymore? Mm-hmm. Like it's almost to that point now. Like he's been getting punked by. Sean fucking Spears. The chairman. Also, sidebar, apparently I was like one of very few people alive that knew that, remember like when Shawn Michaels super kicked Stan in the back when all the papers went flying? Oh, Sean Spears. I learned today that that was Sean Spears. Oh, you were today, today's year old when you found that out? today years old when I found that out. Um... But yeah, it, it, the, the, the Wardlow thing has to happen real soon. I uh, think MJF yeah. wins, and then I think the, the turn happens Wednesday at, at Dynamite. Okay. This is Wednesday. This is Wednesday. I think I'm definitely taking... Wow. Okay. Um, don't rush me now, bitch. You just played like eight minutes of his song. God damn. I didn't rush it too, too long. I was, I was trying to be helpful. I didn't want to like play the song and had something to say and forget about it. So I'll play it longer with you. I have no problem with that. I am good. Okay. I would say I picked CM Punk because I, I think that. I feel like CM Punk's gonna. It feels like the end of this feud, and the face wins the feud, right? So I think that he's gonna end up. Unless your name is Chris Jericho. Unless your name is Chris Jericho, and I also think that there's a real chance of Wardlow changing alliances here and being on his, being by himself, and telling MJF, "I need never needed you at all." I think there's a real chance of that. He just whips him with his hair. And I just, if I'm being honest, I just hope that the uh, Red Cross is allowed to collect the blood because I know there is a blood shortage right now. So if they could just kind of sop up all the blood that Punk and MJF lose in this match, 
I think that'd be really helpful to some blood bank somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. And finally, the main event, we got the EW World Championship online between Hangman, Adam Page versus Adam Cole. Baby. So Hangman won the title in November, right? At four right. right. Kind of an underwhelming uh, uh, few months of a champion. Like I, I, I mean, I mean, has it been underwhelming? I mean, I think it's been more eventful than fucking anything Kenny Omega did for a year. No, I, I will say it's a well, Omega had a whole fucking year. I guess I don't know. Um, I, I got a fucking feeling Cole's gonna take this fucking match though. I think I think this is the year. They, I think this is the year, and I think I may have said this, you know, at some point toward the end of twenty twenty one that they might start hopping on the pet titles a little bit now in comparison to what they've done the last first two years. I think this is the year you'll start seeing more talent changes, you know, in a in a two-month period. And I think you will start seeing uh, you'll see it here with, with Adam Cole. I'm not Adam Cole. I think they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna pull a trick on it. I think it's cool too. And I, I don't necessarily know that you start hot potatoing titles, but um pull the trigger when it makes sense. He's so I'm, go, you know, I'm going along the lines of it, you know, it's Red Dragon wins yeah. the the tag titles. Adam Cole absolutely wins the world title. Um, like, let's be honest. In in some ways, Tony and this company can't help themselves. Um, and and this is this is, I mean, right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, th- this is their this is another way that they can wink, wink, nudge, nudge on being the elite and on these backstage segments. Um, you know, take take more shots at WWE because now you have. The biggest thing, and you know, was in NXT probably ever, and now it's the champions on your company, Adam Cole. And that's nothing too. I think there's a lot of value in Paige chasing. Still. Yeah, I think so. It's like Austin. That's very, that's very Stokely Austin ish. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Joe, what you got? I, I really don't know how I'd feel about Adam Page's title reign if it ends this Sunday. Like, there's been some good moments in it, and obviously he's had some great matches with Lance Archer and Brian Danielson, but it feels so young into it right now that I almost feel like if he does lose the title here, it almost knocks the reign overall down a couple of notches from where it could end up if he loses it, say, the next pay-per-view or the one after that, you know? Right. Here's the thing. If if every title reign is I hate to use this term five star then what does it matter right then every title reigns the same so you're going to need to have some quote unquote clunker title reigns and I mean like it's not all been bad but I think post Daniel Bryan Danielson it it, it definitely the, the you know the it, it's like moving a pot off the stove like the food's still good but right. it's not as good as when it's hot. Right. And that's okay. That's not a shot at at Hangman. That's just the reality of that's also the reality of a babyface champion. It's also, it's also storytelling too. I think I think he'll get it again. I think he'll get it again this year. Absolutely. So Michael. Joe, did you make a formal pick? He did. I thought I, it. I want I'm I'm definitely I'm taking Paige. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
my pick on three count was Paige, and I'm staying with Hangman, and I'm going to go into my thought process on why here. Um, trolling Vince McMahon is fun. Trolling Vince McMahon is something that they like to do. You've got a shot right here to put the guy that you've built over as the star of your company and Adam Hangman Page over Vince's guy. He's already beaten Brian. He's eventually going to face Moxley. This is your chance to say, you know what, Adam Cole, you were the best in the brand of what was next to come for WWE, but I just whooped your ass. And this is a spot for Adam Page to really cement his title run. And I am all in on Adam Page walking out of Revolution as the champion because I think of what's going to happen next for Adam and Red Dragon, which is inevitably the feud between the three of them, the Bucks and Kenny Omega. And I think that's the route that we end up going after Revolution because Adam Cole does not need to walk out of Revolution as champion for his night to be successful. Um, obviously, I think Kenny is the next in line with, with the Bucks, the elite versus uh, undisputed elite or whatever you want to call those guys. Um, yeah, I'm all in on, you know, Adam walking out with the title, moving to Moxley or even MJF, who oh, I believe Adam. Who, whom I believe is actually going to be the next AEW World Champion. Adam, I think Adam won Adam to Michael. He's like, Adam, I would have won M2. <laughs> no, I, I, I personally think that MJF is the next world champion. I think Paige, I right. and, and that I think, I think Paige should walk out of Revolution as the champion because I think Paige losing to MJF has more steam. It's... I just think that <laughs> I would love for there to be a moment after the match. The match is over. They're all taken out. The Bucks, the Bucks run down to try to help Paige. They get taken out, and that's when Kenny's music hits, and out comes the cleaner. And, and we get, you know, Paige just kind of stands there and walks out with his title and just kind of looks at them and goes, you guys go do your thing. I'm going to go do mine. You know, the nod, of the, head, the nod of the head thing. You know, like, we used to be tag partners. The Bucks didn't fuck me over whenever I beat you for the title. Kind of the mutual respect thing. And then you end with the return of Kenny Omega. And it's been, an, what, like 78 days or 80 days since he's been – on an AEW show. Um, so I don't know necessarily that he's actually healthy. I don't know that he's had surgeries or whatever, so he may not be available. I thought I saw something that he didn't have one of the surgeries he needed, but that could all be rumor. And yes, like, like, like what you're saying is that I, I can see that playing out. The thing is, though, is that the, the, for the first three years of this company, their thing has been, all the AEW champions have been long-term champions, nine to 12 months. Jericho, Moxley, Omega, and then we got Paige. But, I'm just saying what that does, but what does Adam Cole being the one walking out and beating Adam Page do for Adam Cole? He's already the most over fucking heel in the entire company. Right. He doesn't it's, need the victory. It's just something different. That's all. For, for what they booked for the first three years. That's but all. It's but but it's not something different because they've had the opportunity to do something different and they haven't. It would be another heel champion. It would be the same goddamn thing. Jericho heel. Omega, heel. Like, you had a fucking mediocre John Moxley title run in between. Whoopty fucking do, Basil. At the end of the day, like... All right, no, no, no. I see what you're saying. But I, I just think that... Look, I, I want Paige to win. 
I'm just the what, guy. What I, but what you're, but what you're, but what you're discrediting here, change for the sense of change, isn't always good when it comes at the expense of your most over face that you've built. John Moxley coming in as a face been built that way. Daniel Bryan coming in as a face has been built like that before. This is your guy. This yep. is the guy that you've handed the football to. Loses this, ch- this match. It hurts him. It will. It will do more damage to Adam Hangman Page than it will to Adam Cole to lose this match, because now Page goes into chase mode. What was chase mode when he was chasing Kenny Omega? Backstage segments with the Dark Order, and you're talking to a guy who actually enjoys the fucking Dark Order right now. Yeah, yeah. Bobby and Kyle go go out to the ring and fucking you know cheat. And shit. I mean, there's a way to do it that makes makes sense. Look, again, but, I'm with you. I want to. But what, you're, but what you're telling me is, if is you think Adam Page is getting the title back by the end of the year? Where does he win the fucking title? Does he win the fucking tournament and win it again at full gear? I don't think that's the route you go. So if Adam Cole walks out of Revolution, when would when when would he get the belt back? That's soon as done nothing or even sooner. I, I can see Adam Cole having a short run with the title. A small, a very short run. I, I think I don't, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Obviously, I'm not booking this shit. We're not booking this shit. But well, I could, I'm asking you the question because you picked Adam Cole to win, and you said that Adam Hangman Page would get the belt back by the end of the year. When would you give him the belt back? You're gonna you're gonna tell me that Adam Cole is gonna get a month and a half, two month title reign, and we're supposed to be okay because of quote change. I, I don't know that I'm all in on that. I'm gonna go with Mike on this one because EJ, your your whole thing when you make your power rankings in the NFL is. Well, if I take ten out, who goes in? If 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 but, but if this Page is, is going to get the title back by the end of the year, when's he going to do it? I this think is, it's the storytelling though. Like again, this is about storytelling. This is not. But what? But what story are you telling? What story is it that Adam Cole is telling by winning the world title? In my opinion, Adam Cole should even be this match to begin with right now. I think it's too soon. Okay. That's again, my... your 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 top your your saying here was. What story is the match is set? What story is Adam Cole telling by walking out with the world title on on Sunday night? Will be will be Red Dragon and Adam Cole dominating the night. Story the story that he's telling you is that WWE is still better than AEW. See, I I, I mean maybe maybe you you get that angle. I I never even considered that until you mentioned it tonight. I mean, let's be real here. Exception. I'm not saying a real thing. Let's let's look at it from this standpoint. You've now booked. All of their men's singles titles to inevitably end up in the in the arms of former NXT talent, former WWE guys. I'm sorry, I'm I'm good. I, if I want different, I want different. I don't go to Chick Fil A and ask for a cheeseburger. I go for the fucking chicken sandwich. I don't go to fucking Burger King and go, hey, can I get the fucking chicken Whopper? No, I go for a fucking burger. If I want, uh, dude, the spicy chicken. Don't, don't, don't get him started. <laughs> <laughs> but what, I'm, but what I'm getting at is, if I wanted NXT, mm-hmm. I would go back and watch the last five years of it on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. You got a shot right now to hit the home run with your guy. And you have the opportunity to, again, he's beaten Brian. He's beaten Archer. He's had a, he, he should have wrestled John Moxley in the tournament and didn't get that match. The writing is on the wall for Adam Page to walk out with the title, defend it against Moxley at, on Clash of the Champions or Battle of the Belts, whatever the fuck we're going to call it. Okay. Double or nothing, if that's when Adam Cole or MJF walks out with the title, fine. It was done the right way. 
I, I'm always saying the only reason I'm picking Cole Williams is because he's in, he's in the match. I'm and I'm that I'm stunned that he's in the match. Buddy, at the end of the day, everybody thought Brian was going to walk out because it's Daniel Bryan. He's undefeated. Rankings matter. Yeah. If if Tony's con has proven anything, records don't mean a goddamn thing. So because Adam Cole is in the match is probably one of the most bizarre reasonings to have a title change. If you were going to tell me it's because Adam Cole is going to win it and he's going to hold it for six months and he's losing it at full gear to Wardlow, Keith Lee, whomever the next big face is, and Adam Cole is going to now be – or Adam Page is now going to go back to teaming with Kenny Omega and dominate the tag division again, and you had a thought process that actually made physical sense for what's next for Adam Page, then fine, I can get behind it. But the reasoning behind it is because Adam Cole is in the match – isn't a reason why I think you pull the trigger. You have an opportunity here to put a nail in the fucking mantra of, oh, look at all the ex-WWE guys that are taking over AEW. Vince McMahon on the Pat McAfee show today. Can Adam Cole please win the title Sunday and then Keith Lee beats him for it at Fighter Fest in July? But only if he is already the... Lee beat Adam Cole on July 4th. But only if he is the uh, AEW TNT champion so he can be a double champion again. I mean, he's going to win the fucking uh, just, uh, face of the revolution ladder match. Yeah, no, I'm just... Oh if, God, you're, if, you're, if you're going to do it, like, go do it. But, like, here's your chance to get your guy over. No, your point. Your point is valid. I'm gonna say I never considered the whole WWE angle until you mentioned tonight, and that's yeah, a really bad look to fucking have your fucking first pay per view of the year, and with the three guys who are the most overact in NXT walking out with the titles, going at the hey, same look. time didn't. But they are amazing, though. They are amazing. That's baby. Funny, but here's the thing. I don't want to do this though. But in the same time, you had no like. Isn't isn't there? I mean, I mean this is this is maybe me. Not knowing full Ring of Honor history, but did did Cole and Fish and O'Reilly do anything together in Ring of Honor ever? No. Okay. Cole and O'Reilly were a team. They were Future Shock. And then they broke up and Cole and O'Reilly became Red Dragon. I mean, uh, Fish and O'Reilly became Red Dragon. And Adam Cole did his own thing and then eventually joined Bullet Club. Oh, okay. I mean... You have a lot of video footage. Oh no, you have a, you have a ton. Guys, you know what I mean. So like, you can you can easily deflect the shitty narrative to like these guys have been together in this blah 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 for blah 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 years. No, right. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that Adam Page not walking out with the title hurts more than Adam Cole not walking out with the title because now you have to figure. I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. So because then you have to figure, okay, well, what's Adam Page going to do? He's going to go back to doing shitty. Backstage segments where he's like lost his smile, and Silver and Reynolds are trying to fucking go find it. I mean, I, I love I love the Dark Order. I love what they've been doing. I mean, I love Udo and Dose, but like I I'm not not all in on another fucking like, hey, our friend's upset. Let's try to lift his morale. Right. That's true. Uh, I see a point. Well, what happens? Revolution this coming Sunday on Rio. All right. Joe, I know you're awake now. You can unpause your uh, Skype. Unmute, you not unpause, buddy. He's sorry, I'm sorry about that. You can now uh, present your topic. Coin 
Operated boy. I love that song. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, my topic. No topic. About a month away from WrestleMania, but the road, the road has been ongoing, my friends. The roads to the top. Wait. Sidebar. So last night they said, I think Tony even said it, "Road to Revolution." Have you ever heard them refer to the Road to Revolution before last night? Nope. Okay, just making sure I wasn't the only person that uh, never heard that once before in my life. Anyway, thank. Go back to you, Joe. So I thought it'd be fun to assess where the Road to WrestleMania is right now because we've got a couple of bigger matches already announced. We have some matches that seem to be building on their way there that could possibly happen. So I was kind of wondering where you guys stand on your excitement for where things are standing right now in regards to WrestleMania. Uh, I'm, I'm, there are things that I'm excited about. There are things that I'm not excited about. Like, let's be real here. I'm excited to see, uh, Pat McAfee in a match. Um, I'm a big Pat McAfee guy. I'm excited to see, uh, the, the title versus title match and what they do with, with Paul and all that fun stuff. Looking forward to that. But there are some real duds here. Um, you know, I'm as much as I love the happy Corbin. I think it, I, that, that match is not going to be anything, special, but I think it's a safe match for Drew McIntyre. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. But it's not one of those matches that WrestleMania you want your guys to be in big matches. Like, that's not a match that I strike the pen to paper two and I go match number four, Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. No, it but does not jump off the paper as attractive because he's literally wrestled these guys for the last like six months. Well, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a bigger problem. In and that's, of and that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's right. not, it's not the match itself. It's if this, if this feud started at rumble, he fake took out Drew McIntyre. So Drew could take off up until WrestleMania, and then Drew's first match back is at WrestleMania being, quote, medically cleared, I am all in on that because it works. Um, but the four months that they were doing before that spot where it was they were interwined is where I'm like, okay, I'm not really loving this. Um, I do think that the Finn Balor U.S. title, if it's three match against Damian Priest or if it's a multi-man match, I think could be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm in for I'm in for that either way because that match on Raw was fantastic. It really was. Um, I'm I'm actually all in on Johnny Knoxville if he's wrestling Sami Zayn. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking lonely. Uh, I think I, there aren't many matches where I'm just like, man, fuck this. Like I'll tell you right now, the match that I, that's been announced that I am the least look looking forward to is the main event of night number one. Yeah, I. See, like that's a match you like. It's a match you should care about. Is it push in uh, Ronda? Yeah, I give no fucks. The the problem the problem is like same. It's, it's this there Savio Vega for me. I, I mean that's disrespectful to Savio Vega. I mean, is yeah. is Ronda gonna be ready to like have that match? Because like, here's the deal, like, like don't get me wrong, getting going from have a baby to in a wrestling match in 
what, three and a half, four months is fucking impressive. Absolutely. Like, abso-fucking-lutely. But, let's be honest, she's been mom jeans Rousey, and she's been, you know, judo outfit Rousey. And I think they've they've done a very good job at disguising the fact that she is not what we have come to know Ronda Rousey to present herself as. Mm-hmm. But, um, and there's not... And let me let me be 100% clear. There's nothing wrong with it. She had a kid like four and a half months ago, five months ago. Um, But like you're now talking about the main event of WrestleMania. Like, is she going to be ready for this match? I'm curious to see because I think what tomorrow she's supposed to have a match with uh, oh, yeah. Deville. Yeah. Um, I, I think tomorrow could answer or later today uh, could answer a lot of questions. But I think there's also the question of, is Charlotte going to actually perform in this match, or is she going to give us Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan SummerSlam 2005? Because well, I think that also depends on Rousey, too. If Rousey's not ready, yeah. then Charlotte has to be Shawn Michaels in that Hogan match. Yeah. But it also like, is kind of like, if this isn't something that she wants to necessarily be doing... Like, is she going to just sandbag her? Is she going to fucking be like, you know what? Like, pick me up for real, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, she could lose while still making her look awful. I mean, if, 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 if this turns into, um, going to business for yourself territory, Charlotte's in a bad spot. (laughs) I'll say that, right? I don't care how she has what, eight inches on Rousey, but Ronda will fuck her up. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I want to take any kind of liberties with someone who will literally snap my arm in half. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. A, that's a bad choice. That's a bad choice. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm taking liberties with, and I hate to be this guy. I'm taking liberties with little Liv Morgan. I'm not taking liberties oh, with fucking Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm there with you, Mike. I, I'm, I'm, let's see. I'm probably, I'm probably most nervous about that, man. Like, that's, like the you know because there there there's so much unknown with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ray yeah, Dominic versus Miz and Logan Paul, like that's that's a that's a WrestleMania match. That's yeah. Snooky. That's Snooky all over again. Exactly, a hundred percent. And and Logan Paul is going to make people who didn't even know who Dominic Mysterio was today give a shit about him after WrestleMania because it's 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 it's, it's Logan Paul fans are going to tune into WrestleMania. Right. Um, so, so, um, I love Ed JJ Styles. Me too. Uh, women's tag title match, I'm definitely intrigued by. Oh, oh, champs? oh what is it? Uh, Queenslane and Carmella versus Sasha and Naomi. Like, that's official? Yeah, it's official. It's on, it's, they haven't, they haven't selected a night for it yet, but, and honestly, dude, if I'm doing it, put it on night one. Make night one. Like, ladies night. Ladies night. (laughs) I think that's the smart play. And, and like, like, I mean, you're going to have to do probably like at least one women's, but you, well, yeah, you have to. So it's probably going to end up on Sunday. Um, but, but I think that would be an interesting play to make, like, almost to make night wrestle, or I keep saying night one. It's WrestleMania Saturday and WrestleMania Sunday. Um, 
It's a good use of that, don't you? But make, make WrestleMania Saturday um, almost a like de facto evolution. Yeah, everybody wants it anyway, right? Like as people keep talking about it. Give me a give me another, another evolution. Load the card up with them. People what they want. <laughs> I, I don't know that anybody wants another evolution card with this shitty ass women's division. No, I, I kind of agree with that. You. <laughs> You're probably not not all, uh, not wrong there either. Um, like I don't I don't need to sit through Nikki Ash versus Rhea Ripley. God no. That's um, too? No, not yet. There will no. probably be it. will probably be there. Um, so what what I what the only thing I will say that I'm not excited about for this WrestleMania and this is just going to be me here. I, I love the car crash matches. I love the multi man matches for the tag titles or for the for the US title or for the intercontinental title. Like I don't necessarily know like outside of like one of the tag titles. Like I don't necessarily know where I'm like, oh man, we're gonna get a multi man match. It's gonna be fun. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of single roster to do to do many multi man matches. I mean you I mean give me give me for the raw the raw tag titles. Alpha Academy, the Profits. Raw the Raw Tag Divisions Pretty fucking fun so, right now. Let's so, I, so I said this to Joe yesterday on the way home, and and this is this is a this is something that I would do, um, and I would have fun with it because of what it could lead to. Um, raw tag titles. We got the Dirty Dogs. We got the Street Profits. We got the Champions, the Alpha Academy. Who's the Dirty Dogs feuding with right now? Oh, the NXT guys. Yeah. Tomato, tomato Champs and Braun Breaker. Yeah, and Braun Beaker. Tomato Champs. So give me a fatal four way. That's Champa and Beaker versus the Dirty Dogs versus the Prophets versus Alpha Academy. I, I'm I'm here for that. I would love to see Braun Breaker walk out on stage in front of seventy to a hundred thousand people and be like, "Holy shit." This isn't the fucking Capital Wrestling Center. That'd be fucking fun. And it's a but here's the thing: they don't need to win the titles. No. You could have the Street Profits win by beating the Dirty Dogs. They don't need to even take the fall, so you can protect the NXT champion. Mm-hmm. If he's still the champion coming out of Stand and Deliver, he will be. I'm pretty sure. Should, should be. Should be. But, but what I'm saying, you you can protect him. Yeah. And that match is fun. Because obviously, obviously we're getting the Usos versus the Viking Raiders in some sort at. <laughs> uh, but back to your your actual question, Joe, because you were just talking about the matches, the the, the road to WrestleMania itself. Um, I mean, like, from so basically, I mean, it basically starts at, at the Royal Rumble, so. Rousey yeah. winning, she picks Charlotte. Um, I mean, the, the the Brock Roman stuff, I mean, has been literally some of the best work WWE has put forward in years. In my opinion. Um, the said like the Miz Logan Paul, like that's been great. It's it's a, it's a it's a really weird like it, it is kind of a very strange road to WrestleMania. In some ways, it's been fantastic. Other ways, it's just been almost felt like another, just another pay per view, like the 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 Drew Corbin stuff, right? Um, 
But like now, today, you have Vince and Pat McAfee, and Vince like tells McAfee on the show, you're going to get a match. Now that's intriguing. Um, the Edge AJ Styles. Edge was one of my wrestlers of the week this week on three count because Edge. of the turn. Stolen. Edge. Sorry. Um, like I love a good heel turn and, and that was fucking great. I never thought we'd actually see a concerto in the WWE again. And we saw two of them on Monday Night Raw this week. So there's been some parts of it that have been fantastic. There's been other, it's, it's, and other parts have just been like, yeah, okay. It's strange. It's a strange, it's a strange road to WrestleMania. Uh, I'll say that the road has been paved smoothly, but there have been a couple of bumps in the road. But honestly, I'm, I'm okay with where this has been. I do feel like it's one of the better builds over the last couple of years. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with, uh, I'm good with it. Also, I would rather a, quote unquote bad or less than stellar road to WrestleMania with a with a card that delivers versus a great build and then a meh show. Case in point, thirty one and thirty two. Thirty one the build was like is this even WrestleMania? And WrestleMania thirty one was spectacular. Thirty two I thought the build was tremendous. I thought the show was so i i if you're gonna give me if you're gonna give me one thing that's less than the other one i want the less build and a better wrestlemania show oh joe by the way i know you're awake uh we gotta go to wrestlecon why it was announced two days ago sponsored by high spots the man the myth the legend jushin thunder liger Wow. Wow. Really? He'll be there. Also announced, uh, the four names that were announced for today include the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Harvey. 2020-2019 Hall of Famer, Sean Waltman. I've heard of him. Uh, the Pink Dream, Alex Garcia. Who? Uh, women's wrestler. Oh. Uh, and my guy. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Are you serious? I am, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, boys. Uh, Mark, anything else before we get to the rest of our our rankings for uh, (gasps) rankings? They have Adam Bomb there. Fuck you. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Liar. I thought he was dead. Died. No, no. Former not, he is Adam. not Brian Adams. Stop it. I thought they were both dead. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, sign me up for all of the sessions, including Adam Bomb. Yeah, by the way, the second name is... I thought is he had a sh- chronic illness. Yeah. Mike, if you get to Adam Bomb, um, I would I would like you to procure me one of those footballs. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jim Thompson. That was theme of 94. Anyway, yeah. Adam Bomb. 
still alive. That's awesome. I really thought he was dead. Me too. I, don't... I feel like y'all. This is like some Mandela effect shit. Look, not all big bearded white men are the same. That too. Don't feel bad. I was in the same boat. Because it happened in our in our reality, Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> Liger Liger is there for sessions three and four. Hmm. Which is like Saturday, I think. So Saturday, Sunday, maybe. Oh. All right. Do you have the rankings ready to go, uh, Mikey? Uh, yeah, I have them up. One of one this month. Oh, it's he's there Friday, Saturday, by the way. Okay. We'll have to look into Liger. All right. Uh, time for the wrestlers of the week slash month. Uh, we have our February power rankings totaled uh, in a tie for 25th place. We have the NXT women's champion, Mandy Rose, and a guy who got released from his job as executive vice president of... Uh, AEW, The American Nightmare Cody. Mm-hmm. In 24th place, we have the Briscoe Brothers. 23rd, or excuse me, 22nd, we have a tie between Red Dragon and Naomi. Keep going. A little bit of for you. And 21st, we have The Miz, because he never loses. Of course not. At 20, we have the phenomenal AJ Styles. Number 19, we have the winner of the 2022 Battle of Los Angeles. All right. 18th is Austin Theory, Joe's lover boy. Oh, yeah. In 17th place, we have the revolution that will be televised. Give me absolute Ricky Starks. My boy. 16th, we have the winner of the 2020 Dusty Rhodes Cup, the Creed Brothers. In 15th, we have the new IWGP United States Champion, Sonata. In 14th, we have the now former champion, Damian Priest. The North American Champion, Carmelo Hayes. Tied for 11th by Keith Lee and Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. And our top 10 for the month of February in 10th place is MJF. 9th place is Braun Beaker. A tie for seventh between Sammy Guevara and Adam Page. In sixth is the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Ooh, In fifth place is the Hoski himself, Matt Cardona. Fourth place is Bob Lashley. Bobby! Bobby! <laughs> In third, we have the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. Second place, we have the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble match, Ronda Rousey. And the winner for the month of February is none other than the Beast Incarnate himself, the one in 21 and one. Give me Bjork Lesnarsson. <laughs> so our, first, our current rankings through two months, Brock Lesnar's in first with 50 points. He's won both months so far. Sammy Guevara is in second. Braun Breaker is in third. Adam Page is fourth. Robert Lashley is fifth. Matt Cardona finishes in the sixth spot. All right. And now, now we have our nominees for the month of March. Jim, you're first. Did you the guest? Yeah, Jim. Jim's taking uh, one of my picks, so I'll let Jim go first. I will go with uh, the new United States champion. What the fuck is happening right now? 
What happened? All right. Uh, Finn Balor. The fuck was that? I was trying to figure out what the hell I was looking at in Joe's camera. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Joseph? Um, my first nominee? Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony. All right, Carmelo Hayes Anthony. That mm-hmm. guy. I'll go Bianca Belair. All right, so Bianca Belair. Uh, my pick will be none other than Sammy Guevara. All right, Jim, you're a go. What? You're picking. You're 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 taking one of Joe's picks. Oh, okay. Uh, who's been said so far? My bad. He's taking one of yours, and then he'll finish. He'll take uh, Ernest's last pick. He's taking one from each of us. Okay. Oh, I love that idea. Okay. Who's been taken so far, Mike? Bianca, Finn, Sammy, and Carmelo Hayes. Okay. Uh, then I will go with, uh, like I said, the, the man who uh, made what I thought was a phenomenal heel turn uh, that was appropriate on the road to WrestleMania. I will go with Etch. Is it a heel turn? Is it a heel turn, you think? Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, oh, no, I no, I'm, I'm always saying this, a lot of people are questioning that because it's Edge. People you know. are stupid. Who? Who? How? He? Wrestling. Who? who? Is she a fucking owl? Wrestling. Wrestling podcasters. They're <laughs> idiots. They're fucking more. AJ said they accept a match. You shake hand. He fucking cold cocks him in the face. And, and yet, him at Cheer toes. And yet, when you hear on this day, he's going to get fucking cheered like crazy. You know that, right? Because you have another chance to see Edge wrestle, but Jesus, it's a heel turn. I, I no, I'm just saying to people. The, the... This day. <laughs> I'm gonna go MJF yeah, for mine. All right, so he's taking Max Maxwell Jacob promo. Yeah. Uh, all right, so my final pick for the wrestler of the week. Um. Fuck it, because I know he's going to get nominated at some point this month. Uh, give me the host key himself. Give me Matt Cardona. Uh, Joseph, your last selection. Not Matt. Um, not nothing, right? I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa. All right, and Jim, Jim gets to round it out as he's taking Ernest's last pick. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um... <laughs> Long pause. Dude, give me the guy who just got announced to be in his first WrestleMania match of all time, Pat fucking McAfee. Hell yeah. The brand. Pat and like dude, what McAfee. a fucking that that guy's having. I'm gonna play that fucking interview tonight when I go to sleep. Yeah, I gotta I gotta spend some time with that one. I still gotta yeah. go back and watch the Lesnar one too. Four minutes. Yeah. I'm actually going to try to watch that, like, after I get done dealing before Final Table starts tomorrow. I'm going to try to sit down and actually listen to the full episode. It's me and you tomorrow night. Yeah, it is. Uh, Who's left? Uh, The last pick. No, that was it. He took your last pick. That was it, yeah. All right, that's it. So so the nominees so far for the month of March, Bianca Belair, MJF, Pat McAfee, 
Finn Balor, Sammy Guevara, Matt Cardona, Carmelo Hayes, Edge, and Tommaso Ciampa. All right, final thoughts, uh, Jim, where you go? No, nah, man. Plugs. Uh, yeah, so, well, I guess I'm back. Well, maybe I'll maybe try to jump on uh, next week, but for sure, I think I'm on here in two weeks for the toolbox. Yeah. Um, but, no, you can uh, follow me at Big Jim Sports uh, at 3 Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, go to 3CountThursday.com. Uh, check out subscribe to all the shows uh, but but check out our T-Public store uh, two designs just dropped today we're up to 19 now uh, on the store it's getting ridiculous but uh, but uh, make sure you check that out um, also Huddle Up Podcast a little bit of off-season mode uh, we'll probably get a show as far as uh, what is I mean I, I'm enjoying these Tuesdays off it has been nice uh, I'm sure we'll get uh, an episode of some kind on the books here in March uh, before the um, NFL draft. Because I've been, I've been lazy, dude. I've, I've, I put away some fucking podcasts. Like I had some like uh, in paint schedule last couple weeks. I'm like, ah, next week, next week. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's the tough spot. Once you start getting lazy, it's hard to, to tune it back up. But okay. um, but uh, yeah, so we'll probably have an episode coming up there. But make sure you follow us at Huddle Up Podcast Facebook and Twitter and. Uh, just launched a T public store over there. So I think we, I think I threw up what four or five designs, uh, this week. So make sure you check those out, uh, support the show, uh, link trees on everything as, as everything you need to know. All right. All right. Uh, Joe, thanks for looking at your knee. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, people pay good money for that knee. Uh, apparently. And Uh, follow Joe on Twitter at JLo Sugar. Oh, sugar J-Lo, what the fuck it is? Pick, pick one and both work. Go to Alonzo Diaz 2021, but not safe for work. <laughs> Tatum Wrestling, of course, on Instagram, on Twitter. Mike, the Tony Byrne on Twitter, B-E-R-N. I'm on Twitter, each person seven. Wrestling Podcast Network. Uh, fellas, a great show as always. Follow, follow the show, take at the number three wrestling. All right, I said that. Hey. Um, I think that's it. Two hours, first two hours show did a while. WWE to hold multiple tryout day uh, over WrestleMania weekend with college athletes. Oh, according to the athletics. So if you're a college athlete that wants to wrestle for Vincent Kennedy McMahon, there's your chance. Um, Other than that, uh, good show. Uh, Get that AEW list going so we can come up with our AEW ROH roster. So, yeah. And uh, fellas, enjoy Revolution in person on Sunday. The revolution will be televised. I expect a book report after. I'm joking. (laughs) Later, guys. Later. Bye.